Welcome to The Experience with Bryce Boudreau. Only the biggest and best names in professional wrestling interviewed right here on The Experience. Follow The Experience on Facebook at The Experience with Bryce Boudreau. On Instagram at The Experience Live and right here on CastBox. What's up? It's your man, Mikey Yo, right here in The Experience Studios. Bryce had the opportunity to sit down with Lucha Underground star Ricky Reyes. To watch the video of the interview, check out the link in the description below. Let's get to it. Oh, there he is. There we go. What's up, man? All right. Ooh, without further ado, my guest at this time is a Lucha Underground star, former Ring of Honor star. You know him as Cortez Castro on Lucha Underground. Ricky Reyes is my guest. Ricky, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. Sorry about that. I had to like go to some settings and, you know, mess with some stuff. So Completely understandable. Uh, like I said, it's technology. And every week that it, something happens, and it's always Mark Zuckerberg, he, he does not like me. And he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> like the experience. So he's always trying to put me down some kind of way by interfering with the guest. And he just, yeah. he just doesn't want people to see interviews. So <laughs> you know how that is. Yeah, he's, he's a real asshole. Yeah. Uh, hey, before we go any further, uh, you might not recognize the name or know the name, uh, but I just want to say this episode of The Experience is dedicated to a friend that a lot of us lost uh, this past week. Uh, this episode of The Experience is dedicated to Mr. Fred Urban III. Uh, I never really got the yeah. chance to meet him, but a lot of good friends uh, were very close to him, and I've heard nothing but great things about him. So, um, yeah, I actually, uh, I've spoken to him uh, quite a few times through Messenger, and like uh, we've called each other a handful of times because uh, he was trying to work something out to where I could get down to Texas and work for him. So uh, we were in, in contact for for months, actually. I mean, and I, I saw he went into the hospital, and then next thing I knew, uh, he had passed, and I was just like shocked. I mean, he seemed like a very nice gentleman, and I know a lot of people are really upset over it. So, yeah, I was pretty sad about it, too. Yeah, I mean, like I like I said, I, I never got the privilege and uh, to, to, to meet Fred, but, like, everyone has just um, – it's it's just nothing but great things that I've heard about him. I really wish yeah. I could have met the guy. But yes, yeah, this episode of the experience is dedicated to Mr. Fred Urban the Third. But yeah, man. So anyway, um, so I don't know if you know this, but uh, well, I think maybe you do because according to your previous Instagram post, today's Eddie Guerrero's birthday. Have you celebrated Eddie Guerrero's birthday? Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it always comes up in my, like, memories mm -hmm. thing, uh, you know, always posting something about him. But I actually got to go to El Paso, uh, I think it was a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago, and I I got to go to the murals of uh, the Guerrero family and stuff. Uh, so it was pretty cool. Went down the street uh, he grew up on and everything. So it was pretty neat, yeah. And actually got to team with uh, – Hector Ricon, which was uh, his childhood buddy. It was me and him in the main event against uh, two other guys. It was pretty neat. So very cool. Did did you did you go to Chico's Tacos? No, that was the one place. Actually, two things I wanted to do was go to Chico's Tacos, and I did not know that the Coliseum that his father ran shows was still up and like functioning. So I, I didn't get to go to the Coliseum to go see. Uh, uh, where where his father ran his shows, but yeah, I I 
definitely wanted to go do. I'm going to be, I'll probably be back in El Paso um, uh, probably early next year or something. So I'm definitely going to make those two stops. What's up? It's Mikey O from the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. You can find us at AverageMarks.com on Facebook and Twitter at The Average Marks. Look, Patrick and myself, we don't claim to be insiders. We're just two average Joes who love the wrestling business, and we talk about our passion on a weekly podcast. We've interviewed some of the biggest names in wrestling today, WWE superstar Elias and Broken Matt Hardy, Sammy Callahan, The Draw, Johnny Impact, Austin Aries, Impact commentator Josh Matthews, YouTube superstar Matt Zion from Reckless Eating, and the list goes on and on and on, and it will not stop there. So, if you want to listen to a podcast that's just as passionate about the wrestling business as you are, check us out, AverageMarks.com. Facebook and Twitter, at The Average Marks. And we're a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by TheGorillaPosition.com. AverageMarks.com. I've never been to El Paso. I've always wanted to go. Like, number one thing I want to do, go to Chico's Tacos. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've I've heard nothing but great things about Chico's Tacos. So you did you grow up watching the the, the Guerrero family? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up in in Southern California, so like Lucha Libre and uh, the the Olympic Auditorium, <laughs> which was a very famous building in in downtown LA. Is uh, you know, my dad used to go there and watch Mel Mascaris and Blue Demon and you know all these uh, legendary wrestlers, the Guerreros, Fujinami, all of them like passed through the the Olympic Auditorium. So it was a big like, I think it was like WWA, Freddie Blassie, and all of them like back in the day, like when my dad used to watch wrestling as a little kid. So yeah, I remember I, my my debut match at the Olympic was for AAA. I did a tryout match like 2001 or 2000. I can't remember, but uh, yeah, uh, actually uh, I went out there. And, you know, just went in as an as an extra like in, in L.A., you know, and then they ended up throwing me and Rocky and another guy on and we did like a dark match. So it was like sold out at like almost six thousand people like crammed into there. It was pretty it was pretty cool. It was like our first or second year in wrestling. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah, man, the, the L.A. Olympic Auditorium, I mean, that's a legendary venue. Uh, I mean, not only yeah. did you get to watch wrestling there as a kid, but you actually got to work in the venue itself. Like, how did that feel stepping into the Olympic Auditorium and actually having a match in there? Did, did you get chills or goosebumps or anything? Yeah, because it was like the first time I had been in front of a crowd, you know, anything more than maybe like at the time, probably like at the most, maybe like 800 people or something. So it was like 5,000 people and like you know, lucha libre fans like if you ever seen arena mexico or anything they're real rabid and loud and you know it's uh it's like an electric atmosphere so it was kind of like you know just like you're you, like you can't catch your breath type of thing you know so you're just kind of like you know luckily uh you know we i i trained like a madman so it was just kind of like going through, you know, a match, like, like, you know, it was business as usual once I got in the ring, but once I got out, we had to like sit there kind of like in the locker room, like, wow, like we did that, you know, and I ended up working like the building, I think two or three more times after that. So. Man, that is awesome. And like, those of you who don't know about the Olympic auditorium, like that thing was kind of built like those arenas in Mexico, you know, like the arenas in Mexico weren't built like your, you know, your, your arenas here in the States, it was, it was a, a boxed building and that's how the, the, uh, mm -hmm. the, uh, the auditorium was in LA. And then on the mm -hmm. side, it said, what, like 
boxing on Friday nights, right? Yeah. Playing on. Yeah. I mean, like that's just so cool. Just, yeah. just different times back then and wrestling and all that. But so you, you got to watch some of the, the legends perform there. You got to work in there. Whenever you're watching, uh, you and your father are watching, uh, you know, all these legends wrestle in the LA Olympic auditorium. When did you decide like, Hey, like, this is what I would like to do. Or did you, did you keep in the back of your mind? Like, I'm not going to do this, but I'm just a fan of it. Tell me about that. Uh, yeah. When I was five years old, go to the room. My son's out here. Go to the room. <laughs> go play. Go play. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, when I was five years old, I decided that that's what I was going to do. I was just going to be a wrestler. Uh, it was like pro wrestling was, you know, always what like my dad and myself kind of bonded over. Like he worked a lot, so he wasn't, he wasn't home a lot. So when he was, you know, we always sat down and watched wrestling. So it was just, uh, it was always kind of a part of my life as a kid. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just knew once I watched it and I saw like Hulk Hogan beat the iron cheek on like NBC one time. And I was like freaking out. I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, this is the coolest thing. And I remember telling my dad, that's what I want to be. What's up, Amp Nation. It's your boy, Mikey O. If you want to check out this full interview, click the link in the description.